Welcome to A Couple and Some Cameras with your hosts, Adam and Becca. Whether you're in front or behind the camera or just want to hang out, you've come to the right place. Cue the intro. Welcome back. It's been a minute. A few minutes. But we're here. <laughs> Did you miss us? So we caught the plague. Yeah, but not the actual plague. The common plague. Yeah, we um, had sinus infections the whole house had a sinus infection for too long and it was horrible and then i personally had a really bad reaction to antibiotics and so we've just been we've been uh, off the podcast for a minute you didn't want to hear us talking the way we sounded anyway it would have been a very i don't know if it's really possible but you guys probably would have caught what we had too somehow through the headphones because it was horrible yeah can you catch a sinus infection i think so yeah i guess maybe you get a we bug caught it, we caught it from charlie well maybe he gave us like the cold and the i don't know yeah the toddlers it's funny and not funny so toddlers like get these colds and they're sick for like half a day and then they're totally fine and then us adults are like done taken out well i think it's because also you know we, we've been wearing masks for two years and we still Be are careful we still you're are. gonna sound like it someone who's anti-mask i'm just saying we have been we've, we've been, been vaccinated we've, we've been safe from the other sicknesses <laughs> is what i'm trying to say yeah yeah and now that things are starting to get more lenient those are hitting like trucks yeah the common cold did us dirty dirty but we tested negative for COVID multiple times. So somehow, knock on wood, we have still not had to had a positive COVID test in our house, which is pretty amazing considering the large amount of weddings we've had to go to. Oh, yeah. And it's been a really scary thing to navigate, especially with having a little bubba. Mm-hmm. So in our downtime, quote unquote, downtime literally i was down for the count what have you been doing what have i been doing surviving i've been surviving adam i'm asking about your hobbies babe i've literally my hobby has been taking oxygen in (laughs) i genuinely have done i mean we've looked at houses and it's been really sad (laughs) yeah the housing market isn't fun it's not fun genuinely like i was so sick i i i think i've read a book not a whole book. Like I think I've like been able to read portions of a book and normally like I can read a book like for sure in a week. And I mean, I literally like couldn't do anything. And I'm such a, you, you know, I'm so, so type A, I'm so like work driven. It's just not normal for me to, what about you? You were not as sick. Well, I think I just handle being sick better. Well, you didn't have it was more the antibiotic reaction that kind of knocked me out yeah but well i've been playing elden ring it's making me question my sanity it's incredibly hard in case you don't know it's just a, a it'll challenge your being if you're looking to be challenged try it out it's it's got 10 out of 10s from every major gaming news outlet and non-gaming news outlet so if you don't play video games <laughs> maybe try something different i don't play video games but adam says 
is challenging and it's really hard. Yeah, maybe stick to Mario Golf. I can't. I'm not even good at Mario Kart. It's fine. We both have our strengths. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys. So today we are having a light and airy episode, if you will. Our well, goal. We're just here to tell you guys that you can you can do it. Yeah, this episode. So our last episode, we talked about what to do when you're shooting your first wedding. And with this episode, we just wanted to give you and even us like we're just gonna have a little chat about confidence and some different things you should know as far as how capable you are. So hopefully you leave this episode and you feel really good. And then you can save it to come back to when you're having a hard day or doubts in your job and stuff like that. This isn't just isolated to wedding photography and videography. This isn't anything. I think for me, when it comes to confidence in our line of work, imposter syndrome is probably one of the bigger topics that can get brought up in how I feel, but also something I see a lot of other creatives or even just small business owners talking about. And that is the idea that you don't actually deserve to have the success you're having, or you don't actually deserve to charge the prices you charge or stuff like that. And imposter syndrome can be kind of, I'd say that's one of my bigger hurdles just because I think society in some ways like also pushes you to kind of be your own worst critic, even though we've talked at length about how there's no need for you to be your own worst critic because everyone else is more than willing. <laughs> I struggle with that a lot because you go on Instagram, you'll see so many amazing things being done, Yeah, especially artistically. There's so many amazing people drawing, people making videos, people taking great photos. It can be really and overwhelming. It's incredibly hard to – You got one thing that helps me is I got to remember is if I went through our entire portfolio and picked 20 photos – a few clips from my videos, we have those same highlights that people yeah. have. But it's but the thing is, you also see it's your hard worst. To see that for you see your worst photos. You see yourself at a wedding taking a video, and you just don't feel like that shot is turning out the way you want it to. Yeah, like I know I, I will judge myself based off one blurry photo that no one will ever see, even though the next photo is a perfect image. You know, like in the 3,000 or so raw images we take. You don't see the artistic struggle on Instagram. Yeah. And and so I think that that's one of the areas where I tend to need confidence the most, especially as a creative business owner. And it, it can get hard. It can get really hard because then there's like that can just seep into a lot of things. So I think it's also a fear of you trying to, when you do something, you're trying to be perfect, but it's, you also have to remember that it might not be perfect at first and it probably will never be perfect, but as long as you keep going. Because you keep practicing. As long as you keep going, just keep, stick with it. You will wow yourself and Yeah, others. I think in art especially, there is no perfect. Everyone comes from something different and you're always growing and always learning like, I, I know there were some photos you took this summer that I was like, wow. Like, I was like, we don't get better than that. Well, <laughs> like, we they also... were so good. And there was, like, that style sheet we did. I was so proud of the photos I took. And then this fall, I had a wedding where I was like, every photo I've ever taken to this date 
is nothing compared to this wedding. And now like I've, you know, it's, it's, you always kind of content. There is no perfect, I think. And that's, what's hard is it, art is so subjective to like editing styles. And well, it's like when we go back to our old photos, and be like, did we take these photos and edit them like this? Yeah. We were dark and moody for a hot sec. We were we, finding ourselves. We were finding ourselves. Finding we, ourselves. we were using some, uh, some presets that, didn't quite. And even then, though, at that point in time, especially for like our experience and what we were charging, those were great photos. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like the composition was good. It, and the editing, like the clients, they liked the editing. We just don't do that now. No. And if I did that now, I think we both would be like, oh, what have you done? But we just because we've really found our style. But even in that, like this past year, I think we really finally locked in what our style was and editing and making our own presets and stuff for photo and video even within that it can get kind of hard to stay confident because there's so many trends within editing of like oh well maybe people only want like blurry mo like motion blur and that's not really our style or maybe people only want light and airy and that's not our style well, or there's an infinite number of styles like should i be doing it more like this yes yes and so we know we feel best and most confident in our work in this natural timeless editing style we do warm our photos up just a little bit so they're a little bit warmer but we really love that. And it's sometimes we just have to go back and be like, you know what? Why do we, why did we choose this editing style? It was an artistic decision to make sure that these photos would pop and be beautiful and fit in a frame in your house decades from when we edited them instead of looking like a ghastly Pinterest trend, right? Yeah. That's like was always our biggest fear. So I think part of that, like when it comes to confidence and editing, I think it's like resetting expect like resetting it to the why. Like why did we choose this? We don't need to buy new presets. We don't need to change our style. So I think the point of this episode is to affirm you, the listener, that if you're struggling with some of these things, it's some, normal. Yeah. Like and Adam you're doing, and you're, I, do, you're doing okay. Yeah, so to kind of give you perspective, like we're gonna give some affirmations at the end that we really want you to take home and really like pull into yourself. But also Adam and I have been running this business for six years. Adam went to call, we both went to college for what we do. We have, I I do the business side of our business mostly. And I have, a gen, I genuinely have like a top tier world-class degree in this. Adam has been invited to other countries to study what he does. We, we have a lot of experience. And then within our business itself, we have grown to multiple brands. We have teams, we coach people. We have captured hundreds of weddings and we have a multiple six figure business. And even then I get nervous. Even then I'll have imposter syndrome. Even then I'll be like, are we really worth what we charge? You know, and you, you were saying you kind of struggle with it too. So even with all of this, we just want you to know that while we don't want you to feel lack of confidence, it is not, you're not the only one, you know, like, honestly, you're not alone. It's, it's also good to have those feelings because it shows that you care. It's also important to have, if you do have these feelings, 
it means that you care, which, yeah. which is good. If you're like, there's something called um, Dunning-Kruger syndrome where it's where you think you're the best at something, but in all honesty, your skills are not up to snuff. Mm. It's, it's, <laughs> it's very prevalent in video games. That's why I'm very familiar with it. I would say I've seen some of that in our industry too, though. We talked about that the other day. Oh yeah. People who are very <laughs> confident in their skills and are yeah. not open to critique and think that they're doing it the best way. No. Happens in every industry. But if you're, if you have imposter syndrome, it just means you care and you're open to improving. And if you don't have imposter syndrome, it doesn't mean you don't care. It just means like, like we're just, we just want to make sure you know that if you feel this way, you have these feelings. It doesn't mean you're not good at what you do. And that's why I kind of gave that preface earlier of Adams and my background in our business, because on the outside, like people will tell us like, like they, they look up to us and stuff. And that's always so weird when we hear it, we're like, what? <laughs> because to us, we're like these two people who met in high school who like have a wedding photography business. And then we sit back and we're like, Oh, we like employ a lot of people and we do a lot of things. And, and, and so I think part of it too, is if you can kind of think of yourself, how your biggest fans think of you. So whomever that is for me, my biggest fans are Adam and probably one of my good friends. And then genuinely like some of our employees, like they're, we're super close. And if I'm having a hard day, I can just be like, you guys are having a hard day. Like, and we're like, Oh, you've done this and this and this. And it's not like for uh, like boosting my ego. It's more like being in, in the world of art is so subjective and it can be so personal and our job is so personal so even if someone chooses to go a different direction because they didn't like our editing style our editing style is such a personal decision so while we support them and want them to have the best person for their day it hurts like it hurts really bad i'm like adam are we not editing the right way blah, blah. and it's like no we just weren't the right one for them but it's such a personal decision when, and especially when you own your own business and it's an art and, and all this stuff, it, it can really, really be hard to get through sometimes. Maybe they got the wedding client, but they don't have somebody on the opposite wall knocking on the door in the morning saying, da-da. Da-da. <laughs> yeah. Da-da up. I think as long as you're working hard, you're open to critique, you want to improve. Yeah. It's okay. I am someone who I don't I don't dislike critiques. I don't dislike getting feedback. That's not the accurate statement. I do take things personally, though, in our line of work, and more so than if I was doing like finance or something where it's like, no, literally, you did a calculation incorrectly. In our line of work, like I was saying earlier with editing style, it's harder for me to not take comments or experiences personally, because it's such a personal business and our clients are so personal to us. Like we care about them so much and their families and their story and our team, we care about so much. And then also our art itself. Like we spend hours upon hours looking at your photos and Adam spends hours upon hours looking at your videos and you become such a part of those photos, you know? So it's just, it can be really personal. And I think that that's something that you don't want to, like, I don't want to lose that 
you know, like I want to make sure that it always remains that very personal aspect. But I think something that helped me was to kind of, so a good example is like on Instagram. Okay. So I run multiple accounts for our businesses and you gain followers, you lose followers. Followers really mean absolutely nothing. Um, it's like the number doesn't matter. It's who's engaging with you and stuff. But when you gain five followers, it can be such serotonin. Like, oh yes, that post I made really hit home. People were sharing it. We gained five followers. And then you could lose one and it's like, ah, oh, no one cares about us. No one likes us. But really what I've done recently, I flipped that conversation and I'm like, okay, bye. Like it, you can go. Nice knowing you. Like we don't, you don't need to follow us. We don't need you to follow us. You weren't going to buy from us. Like, okay, that's fine. Thanks for increasing my engagement numbers. And so I've tried to kind of work that mindset into the art side of our job as well. Like, okay. Like not everyone needs to like be in love with our style. Yeah. And I mean, I think that our style is kind of hard. Uh, one that's hard to dislike because it is natural and timeless. Like seen, we are on I, one extreme. Seeing, seeing the style. Some people like I'm okay. If they don't like our yeah. style. Um, <laughs> but I, I think that taking that kind of mindset, it's just, you know, not everyone is a great fit for you and when somebody and you're not a great fit for everybody and when someone decides to remove themselves as an inquiry or a client or whatever okay you know what they just did they made room for another wonderful client like because they're not gonna book their wedding with you on this date you know what next week you might get an inquiry for like your dream wedding you might be going to italy my friend you know, so it's, and that can be hard, like getting to know when you've built a timeline on a consultation, you've missed like going to the park with your kid or playing with your dog because you did a consultation and then they went in another direction, but just kind of think, okay, what did this leave me open to? Like what, what better, what, what, like just really manifest that like this date's available and good things are going to come to me. My Italy wedding's going to come to me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So that's the takeaway from this episode. We just want you to be confident, feel good about yourself. And even if things aren't looking 100%, you're still working hard. You still have the skills necessary. You are worthy of what you do. Yeah, so worthy. Whether you just started, whether you're thinking about buying a camera, or if you're not in the photography videography world and you're thinking about starting a business, I know this is cheesy and people say it a lot, but literally no one can do what you do the way you do it. Nobody. And also don't let perfect be the enemy of good. It's very difficult, if not impossible, to do something perfectly, especially, really especially if you're learning or yeah. if you haven't done it before. I'd so say if you that, just try to do your best, it will get better. I'd say that might be the best advice we could give. That was really good. Don't let perfect become the enemy of what what was it don't let perfect, don't let perfect be the enemy of good yeah that was really good i i don't think they anyone will ever have as high of standards for your work as you will so just a little grace you also made me think of another <laughs> scenario we'll, we'll be at a wedding taking pictures doing video and people will come up and say you guys are doing such a great job and i'm always and like they haven't I, seen I, I, and i always tell them like well 
you might want to save that till you see the photos, but thank you. <laughs> yeah. I, and I think too, that's part of where, um, as the, in weddings, as the photographer or videographer, the confidence piece, sometimes it's like fake it till you make it. Cause sometimes people come and say that to me and I'm having a really challenging wedding day and I'm like, yeah, they're like the photos are good, but I'm, I'm just like, I'm glad you feel that way because I'm just not having my best day. Like I'm having a, like maybe something went wrong or the client wasn't the easiest to work with or something. And, but if somebody says that to you, just take it as meaning that you have exuded confidence in your skill set to the point that someone who did not pay you to be there is impressed enough to come up and make that comment to you. So, yeah. So while I did make a joke like about the comment, they haven't seen the photos, it still is a good reflection of how you're doing at a wedding yeah. day to where people can feed off your energy, see how you're handling situations. And yes. that's also a big part of managing a wedding day. Yes. Like those kind of comments, even like we always joke about it. We're like, uh, you have no idea what the pictures look like, but, um, but they really also though, they make us feel really good and they should make you feel good too because you have made it seem like you have performed in such a way that they they thought you were doing great even though without even realizing oh wow i haven't actually seen the pictures they took <laughs> which that's a, that's a great affirmation in and of itself yeah you love to hear it you love to hear it so to wrap things up i just want to remind you that you might not be perfect but you're working hard you're talented at what you do things are going to work out and also so some affirmations to leave you with that you should really take home i i love what adam said so and and i don't want like you to hear you might not be perfect in like a negative way either it's like like we've said multiple times throughout this episode in art perfection is like in isn't it in books like isn't it a symbolic that once you reach perfection you literally like die in books like in art, you it's Icarus flying too close to the sun. Yeah, you you are always improving. You your next piece, your next photo, your next video, your next whatever you create is going to be better than the last one you did. And also, it will depend on who you're working with, where you are. I mean, as a wedding photographer and videographer, especially, you have so little control over your variables the fact that you're even willing to do the job means that you are the right person for the job being in this industry is not for the faint of heart right adam like no. you get the worst you lighting. open yourselves up such a high level of scrutiny from people who are expecting, such a high level of expecting so much on their most important day yeah you are so brave to take on this job if if you wanted the easy way out you would never have chosen to be a wedding photographer that was that was not you chose this job because you enjoy it you care you care so much and you are the best fit for the job because it is hard you have so many variables going into it i mean there's no portrait session is like a wedding you know no you could do portraits all day long you could have 20 portrait clients in one day and it would not be harder than a wedding nowhere near nowhere near like a wedding non-stop and and we love what we do that's why we do weddings we genuinely really like it but it's non-stop the second you arrive you are on the timeline you are managing you are 
managing your team, you're working with vendors, you're watching your clients mood, you're um, working within bounds. Like if they want to change something or they're having a hard day or, you know, like, or if it's raining, you know, it, you just, you have to be the most versatile artist ever. You have no control. And you know what? The affirmations start even before you arrive for the wedding. They picked you. They, they saw, chose you. They saw your work. Out of thousands of people. They decided, hey, I want that person to capture my perfect day. They're investing in you. They're investing in you, your editing style, your creative eye. And they they didn't hire us, right, Adam? They hired whomever. They hired, they, they hired you. They saw Adam and Beck were like, no. Nah, I we're going to hire I want, them. I want this person. Yeah, they wanted you. So that's so important to remember going into the wedding like you were who they chose you were who they made room in their budget they they chose you they love you and you offered them something that no one else could good for you good for you do you remember the first people who paid us to shoot their wedding who was it it was well kelsey my Kelsey and Andrew gave That's us a right. tip, but, um, which was, we were like, what do I do with this? Um, no, we, the first person who hired us to their wedding, we didn't know them. They found us on the internet and they've been one of our like clients since, but they, I still remember when they signed their contract, I didn't have a contract yet. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, they want to book with us. I have to go figure out how to make a contract. <laughs> and they gave us money to do what we wanted to do. And I remember going into that wedding, we were so nervous, but then when, like, I felt so confident too though, which is so funny because there's some weddings now with like a ton of experience. I'll feel less confidence than I did in that first wedding because I was like, these people could have chosen anyone. Yeah. And they picked us. We had no, like no experience really. I mean, we did, but also like, compared to now, whereas now I just feel like we're playing major leagues with some really big dollars. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I think what Adam said earlier, what was it? Don't let perfect be the enemy of good. Yeah. And then just remember that they chose you. They invested in you. You're the right fit for their day. Or like if you're not a wedding photographer, like if someone commissioned you for a piece of art and honestly, like your clients probably feel that way about you. Like you're going to be guiding them. You're going to be supporting them. You've got this. I hope something we've said today has helped you out. Maybe you were having some negative headspace today. Maybe you were feeling down about your work. Yeah. And I hope that something we told you makes you feel better. Yeah. That's the point of today. That's the point. A little cozy, to, a little today, perspective. Even today, I mean, we sound positive now. We're feeling a little down because we've put... Uh, this has been a hard week, you guys. We've put bids on three houses over the asking price, and we've lost every single Within one. a week. And I was really, I was really, really sick. I thought I was going to have to go to the hospital this week, which is why we didn't have episodes out last week. Um, and we almost thought about not recording this today. But yeah. We, said, we were like, how are we going to talk about affirmations and confidence well, I was telling Adam that I'm like, how about I, I need food? I'm like, angry. Like we literally had to put, we paused the podcast and we literally got a phone call from our realtor saying that a house we were trying to go for 
is already off the market. It got an accepted offer. Yeah, before we could even write one. And we were like, and I was like, how are we going to get back on here? But we did. So that's where I really hope that this episode will give you that kind of confidence, um, give you that kind of perspective that you can do it. You're going to do a really, really freaking good job. And if you like getting this kind of support from us, um, we do offer coaching. This isn't a, well, I guess it is a sales pitch, but we do offer coaching and we care so much. So if you're wanting like to learn how to grow your business more or your photography or videography skill set, we do offer that one-on-one coaching. So um, otherwise we'll be back. Well, Adam will be back tomorrow. He'll be sharing his final episode on the camera settings series. Mm-hmm. Look, forward, look forward about? to that. What are you chatting about tomorrow? Isn't it the culmination of everything? ISO, F-stop, and shutter speed. Shutter speed. And how they all work together. Yeah. And then I'll be back on Thursday talking about hiring contractors. We could talk to you again after what felt yeah. like a year. Felt like, well, I it don't was ju- It was just a week off. Decades. But we will be back next week. I think we're finally over our plagues. Hopefully. But in the meantime, you can find us on Instagram at a couple and some cameras or our website, a couple and some cameras.com slash podcast. Until next time. Bye.